What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the Video Cult. It's mother, it's day for night, it's a fulfilling vacation if you're a creature of darkness. <laughs> Welcome to the Video Cult. I can't tell you how completely happy I am to have you here tonight. You're both so perfect, so good-looking, so sweet. All right. Welcome back to another episode. It feels like we barely left. It feels almost as if we recorded yesterday and we're doing another one today. We just have such good times. It yeah. seems <laughs> like only yesterday. So uh, I am, cor- of course, am Josh Carmody. I'm joined, as always, by Nathan Stone. Hey, oh. Uh, but finally, after three long episodes, now on our fourth, we have a special guest with us, uh, another uh, film enthusiast of uh, the exploitation persuasion, uh, Gabrielle Hill Desjardins. Hey. <laughs> Who also picked this week's movie, so we can all thank her for that. Yeah. Uh, it was... I have notes. I have, I think the most notes, they're all very succinct. So I took a lot of notes about this movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited to get into it. But since uh, you're new and fresh here, we'll let you at least uh, talk a bit about yourself. So what have you been up to and what's going on? Uh, you're also doing a, a work term like we are. I am. I just actually, this is the last week of my work term. I don't mean to date this podcast, but I have, so you guys can just suck it. I think we've dated it okay. frequently you know as well. What? That's fine. Uh, yeah, so basically I got to work with the amazing journalists at University of King's College. Um, I got to work um, alongside them in the reservation in es- Escazoni, Sydney, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Hello. The world. Um, yeah, and it was an amazing, amazing time. I got to meet amazing people. I got to, you know, experience, you know, the Mi'kmaq culture that's just in our backyard. And it was just something that I've, of course, I've never experienced. You know, being on an exploitation film podcast, you can one, you can only expect us to all be white. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, the, the first episode, I was like, we're white, we're straight, we're, we're cis, <laughs> het, <laughs> somewhat het, men, half of us are straight. Yeah, I mean. Uh, and we have microphones, so we're qualified. Exactly. You know, you don't need any other qualification than that. Yeah, so basically, I am a filmographer. I like to create content. I just want to tell stories, and that's what I did. I told a I like to think that I helped represent a community and a person in the community well, and that's all I want. And it's weird talking about myself. I feel like I'm on a dating show. (laughs) And, you know, last time I checked, uh, you two aren't beautiful, buxom women, so I don't think I'm... (laughs) That is true. (laughs) You haven't seen door number three yet. Oh, Okay. What's, yeah. what's behind door number three? Uh, it's a goat, because this is one of those Zonk uh, game shows. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, was it, what was that, like, fake Japanese game show that was on, like, Spike TV or something? Oh, like, oh, oh MXC. Yes. No, 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 no. That was a challenge. real one. I'm talking about one. Oh, that, Takeshi's Castle. No. That, that's not it. It was called Bonsai. Oh. And it was, like, made in America, but made to be, like, a Japanese game show. I, I, I know what MXC is. Yes, that's a real show. That but, is yeah, a real show. Yeah. Um, so you uh, 
you, you're burying the lead by saying you're a lesbian because you picked uh, an erotic uh, uh, lesbian horror film yes. to go along mm-hmm. with what I, I remarked is the last three movies have been very samey. Yeah. Uh, robots kill people in a, in a mall. A shark kills people in an amusement park. Yeah. Uh, trucks kill people at a gas station. So for us to go really outside of that, uh, I think is a great. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking what? forward to talking about it. I hope to add a little bit of flavor. Mm-hmm. A little bit of flavor to this cishet white men salad. <laughs> I am bi, so we'll at least <laughs> okay, that's our okay. representation. Just, yeah. just, that was just our representation so far. Bit, just a little, just, just, just a like pitch. a little yeah. chili flake in there. Yeah. And yeah. Then, so you had one chili flake, and then you have, now you have two chili flakes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just the Wonder Bread. He yeah. is. Could not yeah. be, you know, he's the Wonder be, Bread, yeah, and wonder. we are the mayo and mustard. Yeah. That's, that's the start of a really good sandwich. The start. So the movie that you chose, uh, Daughters of Darkness, I was immediately excited about it when uh, you told me the name. Uh, it's from 1971. It's the oldest film that we've done, and it's comprises mostly of a French, German, and Flemish cast. So mm-hmm. that it's a it's a European film as well. So we've mm-hmm. hopped across the pond to bring us the next movie. We went from America to Canada, mm-hmm. all the way back to uh, not jolly old England, but some adjacent countries. This uh, officially makes us cultured, by the way. <laughs> yes, so it does. I'm yeah, really excited. Sure. Uh, so yeah, if you want to get us started off. Uh, yeah, all <laughs> where, right. Where, where it starts Do- doesn't waste any time it being an erotic not. thriller. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> or uh, yeah. sorry, erotic horror film. Yeah. Erotic we, thriller we've been we've been lucky these last two weeks because our, our last movie, of course, started immediately with a truck killing a dude. This is a, immediately our newlywed couple banging on a train here. You know it, it's also the the least upsetting sex scene in this entire movie. I know, <laughs> it's about yeah. the only time that you can enjoy the sex in this movie. <laughs> I have to say, I don't know, man. If you if you ever been on a train, trains aren't really the easiest place to get it on. <laughs> you know, I've never attempted. I mean, you you meet some amazing amazing goats on the train. <laughs> you know, you get you get to experience. Especially, he's like, this is like what set in the Swiss Alps. So this is so this couple is coming from Switzerland exactly. and they've just crossed over to Belgium by train. I see. Yeah. I, I did a surprising amount of geographical research for this one <laughs> because it was one of those rabbit holes I fell down. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so we, we meet Stefan and Valerie uh, in the throes of passionate okay. lovemaking. I'm going to have to say this. I hate Stefan. I um, was going to say, I'm, hot I'm not, take, Stefan sucks. <laughs> Stefan sucks. I'm not even going to. Okay, you know what? Going into this, Stefan fucking sucks i hate yeah. that dude i like as soon as i saw him with his page boy beatles mod haircut and i was like this well, guy's a he's fucking supposed to, prick he's supposed to be british he is he's not no i guarantee you that man not. is not british but he he looks like if in germany they decided to make a biopic about bill paxton and cast <laughs> only german people that's what he, yeah. he looks like he's playing bill paxton exactly. in a german language biopic about him. Yeah. Uh, he's he's one of those characters where you immediately feel uncomfortable just watching him, just yeah. seeing him in the thing. And it's it's quite, if, if that was the ideal, and I think it might have been because all of the characters make me uncomfortable in this movie <laughs> to some degree or another, I, I think he does a really good job of it. Is it the weird, you know, English accent over everything? You know, it just seems like, I'm not sure if it was dubbed, but it's, it sounds like it was dubbed. I, mm. I, I think they're dubbed with their own voices because a lot of the times with European productions, I can't speak for every country, but I know especially no, speak in for Italy. Every country. <laughs> yeah, I know especially in Italy, 
they they don't give a shit about people being quiet on set because they're like, oh, I don't know, we just ADR. They yeah. ADR everything. I know it drove Richard Donner nuts when they were making Lady <laughs> Hawk because people would not shut the fuck up. And I think that's just a commonplace thing yeah. is that they're like, mm, let's worry about sound in the studio. Don't worry about sound on the day. Yeah. So because uh, the lips match up, it, it looks like that's what they're saying. And and some of these people looking up their filmographers and stuff, they're respected actors and actresses. So I, I think it is them talking. Yeah. But it's yeah. yeah, it's recorded later. It's all I hear. Yeah. I don't know about. Nathan, but whenever I'm on a film set or like Josh, like if you're on a film set and someone is talking, could be super silent and like they, you just hear, like, oh, yeah. you just want to turn up like shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's you know, so I can get, uh, I can understand why, but it's, uh, you know, I find uh, dubbing doesn't fix everything. No. Um, also, uh, they can't fix the fact that they're clearly not lined up to be having sex. No. This is very much sex li- via the room where they're having sex with like one one or the other's belly button. Yeah. yeah. Um, though I did enjoy the use of I I enjoyed the use of blue here, <laughs> which they later use because they shoot day for night a lot in this movie. <laughs> uh, but I did enjoy the 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 way they were shooting this kind of like everything was the same color and then until they turned the light on in the, yeah. in the cabin, which I actually uh, thought I, was pretty cool. I thought that was, that was interesting because I found it very jarring as soon as they turned the light on, which I, yeah. I think was the point, but it, it was one of those things where I was kind of like, Oh, everything's so crass uh, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every, yeah. Yeah. oh God. These things were manufactured in the late sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, it was very that. And the color throughout, I found like, I'm going to butcher his name, but Nicholas Winding Refn, the guy who made, uh, drive and some and uh, his movies yeah, yeah. he's colorblind so his movies always oh. have this really crazy contrast to them because that's just how he <laughs> like w- whatever he's seeing is not what we see but it cr- creates this crazy contrast so i kind of felt they were doing that with like oh. the reds and the blues kind of constantly like yeah. over, over, filtering through this movie hmm, that's really interesting we also we get a weird conversation after the lovemaking uh where valerie asks stefan do you love me don't you know I want you to say it. No. Uh, yes, her. And like, it, it sets up this, their weird relationship because throughout the movie, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how does this couple operate? But I also get the idea too that they're, they like, just met and just got married yeah. because yeah, they really I, don't seem to know anything about each other. Yeah, I, th- I, I kept getting the sense that it was like one of they've known each other for a couple of weeks. Yeah, kind of like, like a really three strong infatuation yeah. or lust that they're, they've got going yeah. on here, but they don't really yeah. know each other. Well, he's definitely lustful because it, oh, yeah. it, they keep putting it up. Well, yeah. he keeps be like wanting to avoid going home. And then, mm-hmm. so it's for him, it's always this like yeah. rebellion. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you've seen his mother. Yeah. So you, well, you we'll know what kind of scene. rebellion he's sort yeah. of like getting into. Because I'm just like, wow, these people just like probably just met like probably a couple weeks ago. They tied the knot and she looks stunning by the way oh like she looks amazing i have a note about it her her whole wardrobe is amazing including her like wedding ensemble like the Mm go-go boots and like the whole white trench and i was like awesome that she looks amazing and he's she's just there yeah Um, yeah i i I had made a note that uh, she's really got that uh, she's still kind of done up like the 60s because it's 71. So yeah, yeah. nothing changes that quickly. But she's really got that like 60s into 1970s look. Yeah. And and all of the women in the w- movie look amazing. All of the men look like fucking trolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you've seen Stefan. And yeah. I mean, his, he's supposed to be the attractive one. No. Yeah. You know what? He's 
you you know what kind of guy's gonna look like if his name is Stefan. Yeah. No, no, no T, no J. Oh, a lot, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Stefan. Uh, yeah, they say Stefan. <laughs> look, look at his look at his haircut and tell me it's not Stefan. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely that sort of weird relationship. It just reminds me of like people who meet in Vegas and get married yeah. in Vegas. Mm. Yeah, I think he, I think he's like traveling around. He's in Switzerland. He sees Valerie who is leagues above him and then he's just like I've got to trap this woman. Mm. Well, trap in sort of sense marry, but we'll get into how awful Stefan yeah. is. Well, yeah, 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 there's more to come. Yeah. I think a lot of there, stuff there is a, there's not much there's the conversation that you were talking about where they kind of both yeah. say that they don't like each other, but then mm-hmm. Stefan it, and it's almost played cutesy. Like, mm-hmm. it's like they're both like, oh, we don't love mm-hmm. each other. Well, that, we have that in common. And it's like, aw. <laughs> yeah. So the only other really important part in the train section is that the train stops because there's another train that's derailed. And this sets up the plot of the movie where they have to stay in uh, Ostend, which is a little Belgian uh, seaside town. Because uh, there's a there's a hotel there. I'll get into the hotel in a minute or two because it's it's got a really interesting history. But so that that's kind of where they we we kind of leave the the train, and um, you, we do get the first conversation of Stefan and Valerie talking about Stefan's mom, which is a, an ongoing theme and causes all sorts of issues throughout the movie. And this time, this note I, I wrote the, on my first viewing was. Who is going to find Valerie offensive in any way, right? <laughs> like this, this was, and then later on, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I don't know, but uh, it, it does kind of set you up as, as, a, as a, like, who could find this woman unacceptable for their son? Like, my, my assumption was always that she wasn't also rich, so mm. it's sort of that this is trash. The classism, what's, the, what's, that, yeah. what's the the line from? Uh, and I'm gonna expose myself here, but from uh, the Notebook. It's like trash, trash, <laughs> not for you. <laughs> That's all I can think of. The notebook? Yeah. Jesus. Wait. Yeah, I watched the notebook. I can't say yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was wrapped into it. Um, but uh, we um so yeah, they're in the car. Wrapped talking in about as that. in I was uh, I, sad. I don't have much to say about what they say in the car other than like it just is the start of the trappings of how much he sucks. Yeah. When that car pulls up. To the hotel. Did anyone else notice that Stefan basically it's like GTA and he pressed triangle way too soon? That dude jumps out of the car <laughs> yeah. while it's still fucking moving. So. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think he was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get in this hotel. I've got to get my wife to stop nagging about mm-hmm. meeting my mother, and you know I've got to fix my bangs. <laughs> this is important stuff all around. Exactly. I can't blame him for any of those things. Uh, yeah, they arrive at the hotel. Which is is this great gray kind of edifice that that's right on the ocean, and uh, it's actually it's a real place, and it, it was shot on location in Ostend, and it's called the Thermae Palace Hotel, and it was originally built as a gi- gigantic spa for for royals and and kind of the upper crust in the the early 1900s, uh, specialized in having various bathhouses, including Turkish baths, mud baths, alkaline. And radium water. So. Oh, oh, thank yeah. God! Rich people were irradiating themselves back <laughs> yeah. then. Can we bring this trend back? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then after World War II, it became a hotel, and it's still a hotel to this day. So if you're if if you get really into this movie and you want to stay where Stefan and uh, and Valerie stayed, 
then you can do that. When you said me- like mud baths, it always just seems like something that's like weird to me. Like specifically, people are like, oh, I'm going to the spa and I'm gonna take a mud bath. I take a mud bath every time I get trapped outside my house, <laughs> and I just roll around because that's you know I think mentally I'm just a beetle. So I just think about uh, uh, Dennis Hopper in the Super Mario Bros. movie where he's he's more or less playing like a subdued version of his character in Blue Velvet or whatever yes. it is, where he's just like, you know what I love about mud? It's clean and it's dirty at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think about mud baths is just that scene specifically. <laughs> so we, we get, they get inside the hotel and they, they sign in. And there's a scene here that I love. When he goes to Buddy and is like, uh, if any calls come in, like, he has the, uh, what does the note say? So, so the note says, they say there was no answer, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and he slips him a, a he, he slips him, I don't know, a hundred of, or something of, yeah, like that. What, yeah, some, some European yeah. currency. But it was just so funny because he's there forever, like, staring at him, hands him the note, and then, like, it has to <laughs> slip on the money. And all I can think about is her standing back, just like, why'd that take so long? Yeah. What, yeah. what was that other thing you handed to him? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I felt so bad for the concierge there because he's on the stairwell. He's got five bags. Oh, yeah. Because what is traveling light when you are training across Europe for fun? And uh, this this couple bothered me in a lot of ways. But I, <laughs> I, I guess that was the point, right? Because they're kind of both narcissists in their own way. Yeah. Stefan's a lot worse, of course. But yeah, yeah. So uh, we get that, yeah, that scene where Stefan cleverly avoids calling his mom again. <laughs> for the first time, sorry. Spoiler alert, for the first time. <laughs> then... We get our dinner scene. So this is oh off God, season in the hotel. Months. So they're, yeah. they're the only guests in this whole, whole hotel. So we get a nice shot of them in this empty dining room. And uh, this is another mom conversation. Valerie's concerned about Lady mm. Chilton is is the, the name that we're given here. And I, I did like Stefan's line of uh, she already hates you without knowing you exist. Yeah. Like, give me a good mental <laughs> yeah. picture there. It was a pretty yeah. great yeah. line. Yeah. Because yeah. I was ex- I was thinking, you know, spoilers ahead. I'm not going to say, you know, who it actually is. But I was thinking, you know, someone that's like a bit like the queen. You know, you're just like, oh, they're not. You're not. They're not your cousin. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. For See, gods and okay. Royalty. Uh, the Crown Secret Service. I, I'm not saying that they're inbred, but, you know, have a look at those family lines. Anyways, that, that's what I was like expecting, you know, like someone who is chosen for Stefan, but but then like that scene comes up and I'm like, wow, this this kind of answers a lot about this dude. So yeah. And we will get to that for sure. We're mm-hmm. that's gonna be a whole that's yeah. a whole train to unpack so, there. Um Valerie uh, uh, does convince him to go see his mother alone. Mm-hmm. And he agrees to that. He doesn't seem to really be in a hurry, though, because like, I'll go. I'll go tomorrow or the next day. Right. Um, yeah, he keeps saying that. He says he does, that yeah. about like he's being real cheeky. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know immediately what he, they were eating? Because I was pretty sure it was sad fish, but it could have also <laughs> been wet chicken. Uh, but that stuff that he served himself, it did it end up being so fish, much. but it was so weird. Yeah, yeah, it was basically an entire half of and like, I, a fucking album. I think he did that by accident because you can kind of see him going like because there's, there's a separate plate where the the. Fish. I, I use air quotes for it was fish. He said it was fish. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and and he like picks it up, and then you see him kind of look at it, and he kind of like giggles it a little bit and yeah. puts it down on his plate, and you're like, mm, okay, I'm sure you made it to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, there's a spinal column in here. I can take this apart in one go. And then I believe we are now introduced to what's her? What's Alona? is she a duchess? Uh, the Countess. The Countess. Countess. That's Countess. what it is. Yes, yeah, Countess yeah. Batori. Batori. Uh, we are introduced to. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, with her with her little uh, helper, Elona. I, I have to say, of all the characters in this movie, and like I've mentioned, they all kind of give me the creeps to some degree. I loved the Countess. I thought she oh. was fantastic throughout this whole movie. She has there's so much depth to that character mm-hmm. for this type of movie that I was yeah. I was really really pleased with her. Uh, well, it just from what I was reading, like she was a pretty well respected actress uh, throughout Europe, and I think it was her husband who convinced her to do the movie. She didn't like the script initially, <laughs> and he was at the time. You got to do it, baby. He was like do it. he <laughs> was like an anime nerd who liked graphic novels, and he was like, it's like a graphic novel. You gotta do it, oh like, and so that's what kind of not the that, not that the lesbian the scenes, thing. you know, not the lesbian. No, scenes. <laughs> not <laughs> it was just that. Like, well, that's probably. I mean, again, European movies. That was probably old hat to them. Yeah, at that point. Like, like, I, yeah. I feel like you know, and especially in the seventies, I think Vampiros Lesbos yeah. was sixty eight or something. There's definitely movies that predate this one in terms of like kind of the the, the lesbian horror genre. Yeah, and then you have like the story of Cam- Carmilla, which this movie is definitely heavily influenced or at least based off of. What's that? <laughs> you man, you gotta, you gotta, you, you, you gotta read up on your vampire li- literature, dude. All right, this okay. Picture this: fourteen-year-old Gabby. Um, so basically, Carmilla is almost like a precursor to Dracula. It's a lesbian romance novella or novel. Any literary nerds, please don't hate me in the comments. Uh, it only yeah. had this many words. It only had like this many ways and that really classifies it as a pamphlet. Anyways, um, so basically it's like it's, uh, one traveler she, she comes across Carmilla's castle and then she just meets Carmilla and just whole thing. I don't have the novel in front of me or the synopsis, which I probably should have before I started being like, oh, if you know about Carmilla, <laughs> meh, meh, meh. And then like, I proceed to forget halfway through what it's about. But well, we can look up what it is about and we can <laughs> revisit it after our Yeah, after we can revisit this. Let's yeah. do that and we can, we can yeah. keep moving here. Also um, known as keep, make sure Gabby's wrong because she <laughs> obviously is. Um, so uh, we meet uh, Vittori. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and immediately our first hint that she's probably possibly a vampire yeah. uh, is from the uh, concierge who just admits to her face <laughs> or he's just like, nah, you look the fucking same. Yeah. It was such a long time ago and Madame uh, looks exactly like a lady who must have changed a great deal since. Do you happen to remember her name? The Countess Elizabeth Bettori. It just reminded me of the new Mary Poppins movie where they're just like, you look, you haven't aged a day. And yeah. she's just all offended by them, like bringing <laughs> up her age. She's like, oh, my word. Yeah. She gets to learn about the, the newlywed couple by the concierge telling her that the, her, the suite that she wants, the royal suite, has, has been taken. And uh, she's, she's immediately kind of fascinated by both of them, but especially Valerie. And um, she also calls. She just starts calling the concierge Pierre. <laughs> yeah, just just totally throwing any kind of alibi right out the window. Yeah, with with like the because because yeah, I can't remember when does she deny ever being there or because I feel like she says she was there when she, she was a kid. She's yeah. very she tells Valerie she was there when she was a kid, but then yeah. the concierge is like, no, no, no like no. the same. Yeah. So yeah, I can't remember exactly what she said to him, but yeah, yeah. something along that. Yeah. And I also love that. Once she finds out they're in that suite and he's like, I don't know, we could, they might be leaving tomorrow. We could probably do yeah. something for you. She's like, no, no, no. 
put me in the room right next to theirs, <laughs> which I loved. Was, well, she yeah. said adjoining, which to me makes it sound like there's a door that you yeah. go through, which they, they don't do. I thought that no. was going to be the thing, but in fact, she's just yeah. like, no, 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 put me right next to them. I want to hear that fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear the the bang slapping against the, <laughs> yeah. the headboard. Just the, oh, the headboard crashing into, no. the, into the wall. Yeah, exactly. By the very special missionary moves that guy probably knows. But I'm <laughs> well, we you. see we we witnessed his moves. Yeah, it's sort of the I don't the straddling the straddling uh, like thing and just a lot of well, I think there is another sex scene that comes up, but just a lot of ravenous kissing seems yeah. to be his thing. He learned it from the Tommy Wiseau book of Karma Sutra. Yes, uh-huh. definitely. Have that on pre-order at the library actually. I'm really <laughs> excited. I'm going to read it right smack down in the middle That's of it. right. Uh, so then we get a scene where kind of everyone stares at each other because they, the Valerie and Stefan notice that that she's looking at them and then they look at her. And then a little bit after that, the uh, the countess is, has gone up to her room. Stefan tells the concierge that they're going to be staying for longer and they're they're interested in the countess. And I, I think that might be the first time when the concierge is just like. She looks the same kind of thing. Yeah, he's um, the only one on the level. He keeps oh, like yeah. the amount the the amount of side eye that guy dishes out like in later <laughs> scenes, or he's just like, I don't know, guys. I, yeah. I, I think that bitch is vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we get a scene with the countess and uh, Alona. Oh, Alona is her her assistant slash thrall slash lover, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Yeah, uh, she's definitely under her control. Uh, as but, we'll I, but I don't think she's also a vampire. But she, no. I don't know. I kind of got the sense that she might have been. I'm, I'm well, not sure. I, I thought she's not because, and we'll, and I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but she keeps wanting to go out and drink from people, and she, and Batori keeps denying her that. Mm-hmm. And so, technically, in like most vampire lore, if you're a thrall, you have to do the drinking to then like advance to the next stage yeah. and become a vampire. And I feel like she's depriving, she's her of depriving that. her of that. Okay. Yeah. And that, that might be the case. It's almost like vampire edging. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. But it, and it kind of is happening. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what's going on. Though, though, yeah. uh, though again, I might be wrong because they, 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 they might just eat together. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, so mm. she is just sort of, yeah, the, yeah. the well, master but, and the... and the Or yeah, it could maybe be student. like a Renfield sort of situation. That could be it, too. she's just like, master, I have to eat spiders, master. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, she, yeah. she probably wants to have that, like, vampiric experience. I'm saying, like, it's like a, you know, like a European trip that most... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, most uh, sorority yeah. girls yeah. go on. One of my gap year, and yeah. uh, you know, did the did the whole lesbian vampire thing around Europe yeah. for a bit. Oh, came yeah. back, you know, majored yeah. in accounting. Yeah. Really That's ruined Buffy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm glad you brought this up though, because this movie does really play with vampirism in some interesting ways, and it what it does. means to be a vampire. It, it's, and it's almost this, antiquated, but then yeah. not. It feels like something that could be made now in terms of like just how coy it is with. Mm-hmm. The, not necessarily the rules, but how it plays with them, yeah, uh, and and utilizes them in in sort of this not over the top special effects where the face changes and the fangs yeah. come out, but mm-hmm. there are things that they do that are vampiric in nature and yeah. things yeah. that affect them that are like things that are 
the classic yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So yeah. there are like really interesting takes on it that kind yeah. of turn it into this more serious movie. Because then you have like Bathory's like sitting lounging sexually on. Um, she looks great, by the way. Like oh, every she's in the purple yeah. feather robe. Yeah, she yeah. looks yeah, I wrote great. Down purple feather robe. <laughs> yeah, it's she looks great. Like I I aspire to have that amount of fashion. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's like lounging there, and like after Iona's just like. Is it Iona? Or did I just mess that Ilona. up? Ilona. Ilona. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Iona is in Sydney. And mentally, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. it's So, she's just like, oh, the light hurts my eyes. Get Do something for me. And she just like, Ilona just takes off a red silk, almost like mesh handkerchief and just drapes it over the light. Yeah. And yeah. it just went from like, you know, like your standard like light, you know, a bit harsh. And then just sexy sensual just beautiful like painted in like a light like red and so it's just which, which i think ignores the fact that there's clearly a ceiling like light yeah. source yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just it's so perfectly done but yeah it does uh, it is yeah it it uh it is a nice effect i did i did enjoy that and and how it changed but yeah going from uh her amazing purple feather robe we then go over to the other room with uh, Stefan and his short red robe and yeah. weird little sandals. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he laid yeah. on the bed and you could like see up the robe, I was like, oh, uh. God, no. <laughs> so there, stop. <laughs> there is a bit of a, a time skip here since it is the next morning. Um, Valerie's got uh, a little tray with the, the paper and, and mm-hmm. breakfast and stuff. And Stefan is shaving in the bathroom with his yeah his uh little little sneaky peek red robe mm-hmm. and uh so he he cuts himself while shaving far worse than i've ever cut myself but i don't use a straight razor so maybe oh. that's legit yeah, so yeah. you guys never actually like you know no, no. you just don't actually really, slit it, your throat no it's like, that's not how it's i also usually do it like on the side of his neck yeah and i'm like that dude barely had any like <laughs> on his face to begin yeah. with but he's shaving the side of his neck and that's yeah. what he ends yeah. up cutting and yeah it's a huge gash it's a huge gash yeah and <laughs> it's 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 an in, one of those interesting scenes where it doesn't really have any bearing on the rest of the movie i thought maybe the countess was going to see that like that nick yeah she was going to be like ooh, yeah. right uh, it never it never happens or anything but it, there's a lot of blood involved I think, like, because this is, you know, you were probably discuss this later, but mm. it's a bit of, like, Chekhov's straight razor. Mm, you yes. see it, and then you know, like, at some point, it's going to it's gonna appear again yeah, and it has it's, to be it's used. It's still hungry for blood. It's yeah. still, it, it's tasted Stefan's mm-hmm. um, blood, and it needs more. Needs, like, better blood, probably, than Stefan. It needs more bang. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. needs more blood that has, that's been in a, someone who has bangs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not like that she started like fingering the cut. Well, it was Valerie started playing with it. Yeah, like they're poking don't do that. at it. It's like, start bleeding Stop. again. Yeah. Like, so it she's like, just stopped bleeding. Yeah, don't touch like, it. She's like fucking with it. And he's like, this is like the start of like him just like smacking her away. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, from things. Um, and they, they start, uh, they have the newspaper. I think this is when they look at the newspaper and yes. find that there has been a murder mm-hmm. or so there's uh, been or three, three murders, there's been three yeah. murders three encounters. Yeah. And, and just before we talk about the murder, did you guys look at the fucking ad on the back of that newspaper? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> there's like a crazy, I was like, is this some band? It was, it turned out it was like a weird ad for like clothing, but it's <laughs> just like people in crazy poses. Like it's a ridiculous, like fashion ad on the back of this newspaper. <laughs> Oh, I love that. 
Yeah, so the, the the paper is interesting. It's it's in Flemish, which mm-hmm. Valerie can't read, but I think he's like, you can read German, right? That's very close to Flemish. Yeah. And uh, then she realizes, oh, actually, I can basically make out this entire yes. thing. <laughs> yeah. so no problem. All right. Easy peasy. Oh, no, but you speak German. It's almost the same as Flemish. Oh, try it. You'll see. Uh, there they uh, Third bloody night in Bruges. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, another uh, atrocious murder. Hmm. See how easy it is? So, I'm not a linguist, but when I think of German, I think of Flemish. I, I don't think of being so closely. Again, people who actually can speak Flemish and German, you can feel free to call me names. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's that close uh, unless i'm wrong i mean i've never seen someone speak flemish yeah besides I, this movie i i've had quite a few like friends and acquaintances that i made that were european and kind of that like central european you know german belgian etc uh over over the years uh just through my love of tabletop gaming which is very very big over there and they're all like trilingual at least and oh, yeah. I feel like such a scrub. And they're just like <laughs> it, one of my one of my buddies in the Netherlands learned how to speak English to read the Lord of the Rings in its original like language. And I, he would just did that. He just did that. I can't learn French. And I've yeah. tri- and I've been in school for it. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah. I, I guess I, I love that he learned dummy. English to read a book that has a bunch of made up words in it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? I'm, I'm going to learn me out here i know i don't know books i can't read <laughs> <laughs> i'm bad i'm bad for it too the books that i read are all fucking trash yeah <laughs> that's why no, we're doing i just movie can't podcast. read exactly yeah. yeah i don't know yeah i just know that uh, some pictures have pictures of a dog on it and that's good <laughs> enough for me <laughs> so so yeah so they, they yeah. find out about the the three murders that have happened mm-hmm. and he's like kind of all hot and bothered he by is, it. yeah and, but like I don't know if I was really like paying attention to him or not, but like she seems to be like very distracted by this because she's not free. She's all upset and stuff. And he says something about it, though, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he he keeps like she throws the paper away and then he's like, read like he wants her to keep reading it because he wants the details. And uh, what I loved about this scene, because we we don't know yet that he's a bit of a sadist, which we will find out shortly. But (laughs) This kind of sets us up lo- lovely for it, because the, the murders are in Are you Bruges. kidding me with those bangs? Of yeah. course he's a sadist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry mur- to people with bangs. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the murders are in Bruges, which is in a, a nearby town, and also uh, a great movie, if you've ever seen In Bruges, uh, came out in 2008. It is, it is an amazing movie. It's a movie. fantastic movie. I used to have a movie. shirt, because I went to a like pre-release screening of it. Okay. Uh, they used to do a lot of those here and you'd get tickets at strange adventures, the comic store and they would give them and you could go. And I went and they gave, I got a shirt while I was there and it says my fucking best friend went to fucking Bruges and all I got was this fucking shirt. <laughs> was what it said on it. But yeah, really great. I don't know if you guys watched with the subtitles on, but they spelled Bruges really, really wrong. Oh, the no. Subtitles I had, they spelled it B R U G G E and it's one G and an S yeah. <laughs> on the end. Wow. I was like, we're okay. going to Bruggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruggs. But I, I love that this it, this scene sets up the next scene where I can only assume uh, Stefan has persuaded Valerie to go into Bruges, mm-hmm. which 
isn't a bad idea. No, it's a beautiful city. Yeah. It, it is very yeah. much a tourist Lovely location. canals. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. the boats. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when I think of when I'm on vacation, places I want to go, if I've read in the newspaper about three murders mm. of young women and I am a young woman yeah. <laughs> in a strange place, I'm probably not going to that village. But Valerie makes decisions for herself, you know. Um, so that's that's kind of where they, they end up there. We, we get a cut to a scene of them in... I think it's a water taxi. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, going through these canals and there's a uh, cute little seventies uh, ambulance hatchback. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, the, yeah. The, yeah. The Ghostbusters ambulance. Yeah. 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 I, I think of two things whenever I see those one Ghostbusters and two that back when Orson Welles was doing radio shows and plays in order to get around, he would do multiple shows for different networks and to get around New York quickly, he would, instead of calling for taxis, he would call an ambulance and pay them to take them because they'd burn through red lights. (laughs) (laughs) What what a fucking dreamboat. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Especially in touch of evil. Are you kidding me? Look at the size of that man. You can roll him down a hill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. At this time, no. This is like early. This is when he was doing like the shadow. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about Touch of Evil, like very end of his career. You know, (laughs) it's just like. He's a detective, but it takes it takes him a while to get from crime scene to crime scene. <laughs> he's, he's no longer the man who made Citizen Kane. He's the man who made the Magnificent Ambersons. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's he, he's his heart's in it. He he's fine. Don't worry about it. So yeah, so we see uh, Ghostbusters ambulance, yep. and they go in to look, and the the gawking. At yeah. the oh my god, is yes, the gawker insane. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, who's coming out of this place? Like, is it like Pete Davidson or Kim Kardashian? Am I cool, fellow kids? Um, it just like seems like there's like should be like paparazzi there. Like everyone's like just gawking like yeah. what's what's this? What's this? What's this? Oh, it's just a it's a dead girl. Yeah, oh yeah, she was brutally murdered a few days ago. Exactly, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, let's see. Uh that was that was wild. The retired police officer, yeah. which is her his character's name, yeah. at least on IMDb. Yeah, it's just um, retired police officer. Is easily the most suspicious person in this movie, and I know he's not the killer. Like, oh, in that yeah, first scene, you're sure. just like, this couldn't be more suspicious, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. I know Stefan's a psycho. <laughs> uh, the Countess is a literal vampire, and I want to keep my eyes on the police officer. Yeah. That's how he, bad it he is. He did have a little bit of, like, a... Uh, uh, Columbo. Oh, he had yes. a Columbo quality to him. And spoiler alert, I thought he was going to have like a moment where he had everyone in the drawing room yep. yeah. at the hotel and was yeah. like, I know who the vampire is. He does not do that. He does not no. get that. No. Though, again, spoiler alert, I think he was leading up to it and something <laughs> happens to him. So yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. But the level of people leaning in, when they bring the body out on the stretcher, exactly. the way that people are leaning in, shuffling to follow it, like yeah. getting in their way, like borderline like bending at 90 degree mm-hmm, angles yeah. to look at this body and, was and the crazy. police are there yeah. yeah the police are the police are gawking as well they're not yeah. doing a damn thing they're just like oh this is neat yeah yeah everyone lead in close lean yeah. in close yeah. you want to see this yeah but it, I don't, and stefan looked like elton john as well oh my god like, there's crazy those sunglasses, sunglasses. Oh yeah he's got god. these big silver sunglasses and it's the first thing you cut to when you cut to the set them in the the boat and i was just like whoa that was a choice all right we, <laughs> yeah. we've gone places right. i mean I think going from like the extreme, we can't emphasize this enough, a, the extremely short red robe that he wears, mm-hmm. those glasses weren't really a shock to me. That's and I'm true, like, of yeah. course, he's going to have glasses point. that big. He's going to have 
Tiny rope, big glasses. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's the name of my autobiography. Tiny yeah. rope, big glasses. <laughs> you know what? If I was if I was at the airport and I needed a book to get me through like a six hour flight, yeah. that might that exactly. might be me. That's a good title. Yeah. That's a good title. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to say I had an ex and uh just to go off on the title of your autobiography tangent. I, I had an ex where we were walking down in the South End around the universities one time and we're just like walking or having a normal conversation and she stops, like stops and is looking at the ground and she like has her hand up and she stops me and she, and she points down at like a bird footprint in the in the cement and she goes, Josh, it was a chicken. <laughs> and I was like, or like if any other bird? bird? And she literally like had to stop and think for a second. She was like, oh yeah, you're right. There's <laughs> other birds. And so for like, that was like the first year we were dating. So for the next like three or four years, however long we were together, I was just, I would just say the title of her autobiography was going to be, it was a chicken. <laughs> it was a chicken. Amelia Wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love that energy though. Yeah. Because it takes, you know, it takes oh, a she certain was a, joie de vie. She was a stone to... cold psycho. Like, <laughs> shouldn't say psycho. She wasn't a bad person, but like stone cold, like weird, crazy yeah. shit. Like that came out of her a lot. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Talking about actual psychos here. Uh, so Stefan gets real uh, into watching and following this dead body. Exactly. And uh, Valerie is concerned as uh, any normal person would be here. Uh, so she tries to kind of pry him away from it. Ostensibly, I believe, to stop him from getting into the ambulance with the dead body. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> so he, he, he I, I think, kind of smacks her or throws her kind of back yeah. or pushes her back. And she kind of lands on the hood of a, of a car. And uh, so this is this is kind of the the beginning of like the proper Stefan violence yeah. to, uh, towards mm-hmm. his wife Ark. And um, I, my only note here was, man, I don't think I like this relationship. And I you was right. What? I was glad. You were, <laughs> I was. I think. Uh, I, was I think it's safe to say on. that you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, was nice. You know when I when when I saw that, like I was like, wow, that there are more red flags here than there is at a red flag store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the, be- all the beige ones have are being dyed. They're in the process exactly. of being they're, dyed. Yeah. They're they're constantly... we're, 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 we're emphasizing and, and escalating, yeah. I should say. So after that, I don't, I don't remember. So I think we go right back to the hotel. We go right back to the hotel. Because, we get a uh, short scene, yeah. is there knitting yeah. with the biggest fucking knitting needles (laughs) i've ever seen i want i watched this with my girlfriend and who who is a knitter and pointed out that she was like this must have been before they invented other smaller needles because they are ridiculously huge they are like comical i was really hoping she's like knitting with like wooden stakes (laughs) (laughs) i just just had these lying around oh yeah yeah i was really hoping we would get some scenario where those would come back later in mm-hmm. and uh, that there may, might be like a, a knitting based uh, murder. But un- <laughs> unfortunately, I was to be thwarted on that. Yeah. So this is a short scene where Alona tries to leave. So she she's been complaining. She, she was jealous of Valerie in the scene with them kind mm-hmm. of watching the couple and lounging. And uh, so the, the Countess has a, a, a nice line here. And the movie does this several, several times where, again, it kind of alludes to the vampirism and plays with the vampirism without hitting you over the head with it. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, you can't go out in this weather uh, because it's raining out. And for for anyone, you know, if you're watching this movie the first time, it's just it's a storm. It's, it's rainy. W- with the benefit of hindsight, you're just like. Oh, I get what you did. Running water, right? Yeah. Like, and the movie does this several times. Running I really water is enjoyed the one this. that they don't bring up as much in a lot of vampire mm-hmm. fi- no. movies. No, well, it's it, kind it, of a silly 
weakness, yeah, right? It's like, it's not of, yeah, cinematic. It, yeah, and, and they, they, they do do it in one of the Christopher Lee uh, Dracula yeah. movies. I think it's the one where he doesn't talk. He, like, refused to say his lines of dialogue, <laughs> and I think they kill him with a river. Uh, at the end of it, he like he like falls through an ice, uh, like broke ice breaks and there's running yep. water and he dies. But yeah, they don't get into the running water one all yeah. too much. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's both that and then also kind of part of her. She she does like do hypnotizing stuff on people, but it's always presented as just her gaslighting the shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down gaslighting I mean, vampire. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Maybe she's like not a vampire. Maybe she's just like some gaslighting woman who has like I, I, amazing, of, amazing face cream. Thought yeah. for a while during the movie, maybe she's not actually a vampire, and it is just sort of this. It, like I thought it was going to kind of be more negative yeah. about the yeah. lesbian stuff. Yeah, and, and and it was kind. It was kind of almost yeah. a cautionary tale for lesbian yeah, yeah. stuff by saying, "Oh, it's going to be kind of like a vampire, but not totally." Honestly, so I kind of thought it was going to be like that, but yeah. But I mean, like, I'm such a so beautiful man. You're just like, you <laughs> yeah. know what? Sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as the other uh, relationships I've been in. Go on. Silence. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, 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 man. And uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, some exes are like, oh man, she's such a fucking vampire. And well, you know what? So what if I, you know, I don't like the taste of garlic? So what if I, you know, I get burnt in the sun, or I have to consume the blood of virgins? Man, that's my prerogative. <laughs> so that little bit mm-hmm. happens. Alona goes. Uh, something that I I wanted to mention about Alona: face on, great haircut, side. Haircut doesn't work as well. <laughs> uh, they they kind of didn't finish the back, and it tends to be a problem when because uh, 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 like I think uh, she looks good. Women do look good with short hair. I'm not going to be like that asshole. Uh, but quoting here now, Josh says that women <laughs> don't look good with short hair. But I find that they sometimes, especially well, obviously in movies, they tend to get someone who doesn't quite know how to do that haircut on them for them and they end up looking like a pencil they're just like it's just like a weird like yeah. straight down effect so yeah i was like someone didn't finish this haircut i so, mean but. you look at her bangs and you look at stefan's i don't think they knew how to use a pair of scissors <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh okay great you're like uh, oh these characters need bangs or they they just started cutting ilona's hair and just being like snip and then it's like that situation where you just like you cut something and then you're like, oh, that's wrong. And then you cut a bit Can't higher and then you just keep, you keep <laughs> oh, cutting yeah. until you have a bob. Yeah, uh, that's how it happens. That's why, you know, when I was 13, my parents took away the scissors from me because. Oh, no. Did you do that? Did you actually did? Did you actually cut your own hair when you were like young and fuck it all up? I did try to cut my own bangs. Oh, oh, that's the worst thing to try and cut. Yes, I did. It's just a little snip. And then my hairdresser saw this and he was like, what's this? And I was like, I tried to cut my own bags. <laughs> I had a friend who tried to cut her own bags, like, when she was, like, 18, 19, with those, like, the little curved scissors that are, like, for your, like... Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what are the, I don't know what they're for, but I just always see them in makeup kits, but there's little curved scissors, and oh. she tried to cut her bangs with those. I don't know what those are. Yeah, I don't know either. I've seen uh, them, but, right? yeah, I have no yeah. clue. <laughs> yeah, okay, no next clue. time, okay, when they you go exist. home tonight, Nathan, you gotta go into your wife's makeup yeah. kit, you yeah. gotta find those. I think D has... Some of those, so yeah. I'll sh- I should ask. Her. I don't know what they're for. Yeah. Um. So, uh, our uh, our couple, uh, mm-hmm. Valerie and Stefan, get back from Bruges. Yeah. Now we should say too, there is there is a short scene on the bus mm-hmm. where, oh, uh, yeah, yeah where where Valerie kind of confronts Stefan about how excited he was mm. about uh, the the dead girl, and she was like. 
Don't lie to yourself. You were pleased. It gave you pleasure. You actually enjoyed seeing that dead girl's body. You get the idea that she's starting to have those second thoughts she might have already should have had. Yeah. And uh, but Stefan comes back with an odd line that is kind of like, and you enjoyed you enjoyed telling me that. See, we're like we're learning things about each mm-hmm. other. And uh, my only thought was, Stefan, those things aren't aren't equal right no. like yeah. if, if she enjoyed telling you some character flaw you have the character flaw you have is legitimately disturbing <laughs> yeah. right like this yeah. is it's yeah. like yeah it's like oh well i don't like the fact that you leave the milk out and then yeah. but you're attacking me because i like to eat cats yeah <laughs> i like to eat cats and then wear their fur as a silly little hat well so i'm the bad person <laughs> yeah exactly uh, so yeah, I think this movie is a, is a full of people just trying to gaslight each other. It's pretty fantastic, <laughs> for sure. And 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 I, I keep saying this. There's so there's so much kind of set up and then rev, revelatory things later. So I I feel I'm falling victim to repeating myself and saying that oh we'll get into this later. But mm-hmm. there we're kind of already planting the seeds of just being like oh leave Stefan or Stefan should die. <laughs> but then there's also the the other side of that is that there's really no winning for Valerie. Like no. she can side with a vampire who is going to take away her autonomy, or she's stuck with a guy who's also taking away her autonomy. Mm-hmm. But in one of these cases, she gets revenge. Yeah, and so it's kind of a, a, a weird like thing that they they do with that. With the, and I guess well, it's a horror movie. Yeah, don't win. <laughs> yeah, uh. I mean, you get this sort of thing because like she's in Belgium. She's she's. I don't know how close Belgium and Switzerland is. I don't know. I don't have a map in front of me. Also, uh, they're not that far. From, like, no. you can, I, I, I did go across Europe by train uh, a bit and, and other things, but like, they're not that far away. You can get them there in like a few hours. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing for, for, mo- for yeah. to, between most countries, it, it doesn't take as long as like, you know, here in like Canada or America. Where yeah. It's like, Oh, a seven hour drive to the next state. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just like, it's, still like maybe like a couple hours away but you're still in a new environment so you're just like okay i'm here in a new environment with someone that i've just met too like i'm I'm saying two weeks yeah i'm saying like they are learning a lot of new stuff about themselves none of it good none of it good good. you know like you're like okay what do i do now like i'm married i you know i like i could leave this guy you know she should but yeah I just made this big life step and it's only been what a day mm. or two days. And you're just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I I'm in danger. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so uh, we have that where they're kind of uh, more revelations uh, for Valerie. They get back to the hotel. They come across Victoria. She's doing her a giant knitting. Mm-hmm. She's very um, excited to see them. She is very excited to see them. And she she in, invites them to join her for a drink. She wants them to go get changed because mm-hmm. she's so worried they're going to get ammonia. But then is like, heat up some rum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that about? It reminded, I for, yeah. I forget, it reminded me of the movie Nothing But Trouble where they serve them boiling Hawaiian punch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, hot, hot rum. Oh, I, I, if it was a spiced rum, and it is winter, yeah, I think I could I do so. it. I think yeah. I could do it. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It has to be boiling hot. You know, you got to have your hot tequila, your hot vodka, <laughs> your hot, you know, whiskey. You, you got to have, like, all that stuff. I only want a Bloody Mary if it's actual tomato soup. 
Oh God! Oh no! I'm joking, by the way. I'm not <laughs> a psycho. <laughs> oh God! Then just the the thought of that. that yeah. Mm, yeah. No, like, no, no, no. Thank you. Bloody Marys and Caesars and things like that are already so viscous. I don't yeah. know. If I, I don't know if I need them to be warm. <laughs> yeah. So they do. I don't remember. If there's much of them getting changed. I know that we kind of. I think we no. jump right to them all kind of in the yeah. the, the drawing room. Yeah. Uh, where they're they're enjoying uh, their hot beverages mm-hmm. which are suspiciously colored yeah because she seems to be drinking bantha milk victoria yeah. is drinking <laughs> yes. like blue milk yeah and theirs are a different color uh, uh, or whatever it is but it's yeah. like viscous again it is. Viscous. Yeah. things are viscous so. yeah their, know, their stuff looked to me more like red wine but in like a like a almost a tumbler right yeah. like it was, yeah. it was weird i don't know yeah I, and i have no idea what she was pretending to drink because yeah it was absolutely whatever came out of those udders that Luke Skywalker was drinking from in the one of the straight Star Wars movies. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, (laughs) My goal for this whole thing is just to make Nathan as uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Um, There's a lot of titties in this. There's a lot of titties. There, there actually is, and you get the classic European skin-colored nipples at one point and and stuff. I forget who those those were on, but they're there. (laughs) Um, But just speaking of Mark Hamill, he set the he said the props for those two things the original blue milk was like nasty like milk kind of substitute that they use yeah. in the desert that was like warm and oily Ugh. and he said it was really nasty he the newer stuff i forget what he said it was but it was like cold and was like actually more enjoyable something for vegans okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> I mean, come, come on they have like they've got disney money how are they not serving him like just nice chilled milk with some blue food color I don't, well, whatever, whatever the new stuff was, he said was good. But okay, like, well, in yeah. the '70s when it was Fox, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> that fair was when enough, it was yeah. nasty. Whenever, whenever they could get their hands out of Tunisia, sounded like stuff from like a military kid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're all drinking, having a having a chat, and talking about how the the countess, you know, how she's so young. She's got her very strict diet and lots of sleep, which again, a uh, funny little. Somebody guesses that she's thirty five, and I was like, "Fuck right off." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stefan was like beautiful. 30, 35. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, like, right. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. said it, so that makes sense. Yeah. But like, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Saying out to all the hot mamas out there, you know, if you're you're still beautiful if you're over thirty five. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it just was like. It's like, Josh Carby just said that anyone under 35 is uh, absolutely disgusting. All right. No matter what I say at this point, I'll just be digging the yeah. whole deeper. So I'm not going to let's just move on. OK. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we do get uh, Alona coming in in a mood. Uh, mm-hmm. She spends most of this movie in a mood until I mean, with uh, that haircut. Yeah. I, I'd have to be. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but she does bring a newspaper mm-hmm. and. So more time must have passed than I thought originally, because I thought they got back from Bruges and like they immediately all kind of met up and, and thing. But she has a newspaper with her. And so that newspaper has a picture of. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's not like they can just get the evening edition from Bruges <laughs> yeah. real quick. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm not, I'm not sure know, like, how much probably time like passed, Pierre, but. like you got some they got some stellar journalists over there. Yeah. They're just like, could you fax in 71 with the faxes? Oh, I guess there was. Yeah, the, can, I guess, uh, oh yeah, you could. Yeah, there was there was like, I mean, there was teletext or yeah, whatever the yeah, fuck that shit if was. They could, yeah. If they could fax stuff during the. Uh, Zodiac killings. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so their their uh, front page news or well, the, the crime scene 
was front page news, which is it got a great picture of the the body on the stretcher mm-hmm. and like a hundred people around it, all the yeah. gawkers <laughs> and uh, Stefan there in his his sunglasses looking right at the camera. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, this is uh, oh, this is great because the owner of the newspaper that Alona got somewhere comes in and it's our retired police officer. Who is selectively wet. (laughs) I don't know if we noticed this, but like he's wet in the strangest (laughs) of ways. And there was an establishing shot of him outside looking at the the hotel. And that uh, rain is coming down. Yeah. Right. Like he should be totally drenched. But he is. There's sort of like a it looks like he picked up a wet box. (laughs) Like a a square of wet on his, (laughs) his jacket. Yeah. So he comes in and uh, he seems to kind of have an idea of of what's all going on as uh, Elizabeth, uh, the countess, pretends that like, oh, you know, she doesn't really know him or remember him, but he certainly remembers her. And uh, he's kind of delivers this great monologue about the murders and, uh, you know, how they're they're reminiscent of uh, like fairy stories and ghouls and goblins and, and things. He looks in directly into the camera while oh, yeah. I, I love I, that. I, yeah. I wrote so spike the camera some more Van Helsing <laughs> is what I wrote. Because <laughs> yeah, and yeah, specifically looks into the camera and vampires. <laughs> vampires. Yeah. The kind of things you read about in medieval manuscripts. You know, silly tales about ghouls chased away by garlic and vampires shrinking from crosses and running water and daylight yeah oh my god so i loved loved love love that bit so we we do and he's kind of like behind the couch where the countess and and the the couple are sitting and he he kind of leans over and the countess has her her little um pocket mirror mm. makeup mirror out and you see the reflection of her fingers. You don't see her reflection, but the angle of the camera doesn't necessarily suggest that you should be seeing her. And I wasn't sure if that was a thing where like, oh, no, no, she's she's there. She's just like you're only because of that angle. You're only just seeing like her fingers holding it. Or if we are supposed to infer from that. Oh, my God, where's her face? Because it'd be very weird if her fingers had a reflection, but her face did not. So I wasn't sure what to make of this. Yeah, Do you guys I, have any I, I made a note about it because I wrote fingers, no face, slash no face reflection <laughs> was literally what I wrote. And I uh, later, there's another scene later where we see her hands but they, in a reflection, but they avoid showing the face. And I'm, I don't know if this is for sure. It's my assumption based on the kind of, the, mm-hmm. again, the playing with the vampire things that maybe it's just her, the like it would appear as if she has no face, yeah. so she reflects. But it would appear as if she has no face. That's yeah. my guess. Okay, is it because of it showing her hands? Because uh, it does very blatantly show her hands and fingers and stuff in the yeah. reflections, but she avoids her face being seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> maybe it's something like that. But I, I mean, yeah. it's just another one of these things that's kind of yeah. unclear. Yeah, it's, like, it's flirting with you, right? Like it's just like oh, yeah. like maybe maybe it is maybe it isn't. <laughs> Going back to bring out my history textbook, um, <laughs> Elizabeth Bathory was is um, kind of modeled under underneath this Hungarian countess of same name back in like medieval Hungary, 
And um, she was supposed, supposedly, she killed hundreds of um, peasant girls, like young girls, and tortured them, killed them, strung them up, bled them dry to make sure that she kept young and beautiful for like the remainder of like her life. But fortunately, she got caught because <laughs> uh, people were like, I thought I remember out of like my 15 kids, I had like six daughters yeah. <laughs> but now they're like they're gone so what's happening here um so of course she got caught then she got um as punishment she got uh, boarded up in a tower with like no food and you know just left there to starve to death but yeah it's it kind of like because you have like battery in this movie and then countess battery you know i think they're they're under the model of like the older woman trope of wanting to remain young and so if you have like the face being like the main emphasis of like i guess beauty you you kind of like suspect that because she's like this blood-sucking creature who you know drinks blood uh, to stay young that she doesn't want to see her face age so mm. that is another good point oh yeah <laughs> I, that, that's a really good point and can i just say Boy, I am hot under the collar now after hearing that history of uh, Countess Bathory. I, 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 I almost feel like should we should we have a look at your browser history? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's a really good point, though, because we we do see in this movie a lot of Elizabeth's motivations are very human. I, I I do believe her later on in the movie where she's she's saying that she does kind of want everyone to love her and adore her and and, and mm. stuff and she she does kind of get into her motivation later on and and that that could well be it but uh, she basically tells the the police officer to to fuck off in <laughs> in more words because yeah. she, she finds his his conversation distasteful <laughs> and uh, and then decides. <laughs> To go on the most insane oh, history lesson yes. imaginable, yeah. reading about her she distant yeah grandmother. I'm trying to think of the opposite of descendant because yeah. she's ancestor. supposed yeah. yeah so it's supposed to be her ancestor. Yeah. It's her yeah. <laughs> and, and Gabby gave us basically the the rundown yeah. that she she gives us there. Oh, so meta. Yeah, yeah. so meta. Yeah, <laughs> and, basically. Uh, and 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 like myself, Stefan gets way too excited about exactly. this. Like he, like the, what goes on? Because she she comes behind his chair, and then she starts feeling all up on him while she describes this, and he is just in ecstasy. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah he's like writhing. He, like to he it. probably and, really needs to change his underwear in front of Valerie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Valerie is uh, freaking out as she should. Yeah. yeah, this is a very reasonable thing for her to do. But I honestly felt like she was maybe not disturbed enough. Like she she begs them to stop and then she she gets up and she she leaves the room. We get a, a moment where she she's like she walks up the stairs and she kind of turns around for a second like she's like looking backwards. And I thought maybe she was wondering if if she should go back or if there, if there was some part of her that was intrigued or something. If we were learning something about the character. I'm not really sure if that was an important scene at all. But the next scene we get is a, a wonderful one. because she She goes upstairs. The camera follows her. And she has a shower and then she decides, I don't know, I don't think she hears anything, but she decides to go over. They've got the uh, the big balcony and the glass doors and they're there. Of course, the uh, the blinds are closed. She goes to open the door, flings them open 
and we have a naked Alona <laughs> on Valerie's her, also naked. Na- well, Valerie's also topless. Naked. Yeah, and uh, naked Alona on her porch, striking the craziest pose, <laughs> like yeah. arm over head yeah. and like w- wide eyed crazy. Is that like a community college like <laughs> yeah. class yeah, exactly. during the new modeling like yeah. level pose? Yeah. And that was, I was not prepared for that scene. I don't know if anyone else was was ready for that particular uh, one. Uh, I don't know if there was clues I missed there, but yeah. she was uh, she was there. And of course, we get the, the scream from that. Which, but, which I then love because we go back down to Stefan and, and Vittori and yeah. uh, which, which one of the, somebody's like, what's that? And they're like, it sounded like a scream. Yeah, it didn't sound like anything else. (laughs) It was definitively a scream. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah, they go to check on the scream. That's when we get a, I thought she was standing on like a ledge, Mm -hmm. but she's standing on a balcony that I think also connects to the the other, the adjoining room. Very well may, yeah. Because it's a giant balcony. Mm-hmm. There's a huge balcony. Valerie's throwing up into, I believe, the bidet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I had to rewind it. I'm pretty sure she was throwing up in the bidet and not a toilet. Somehow Valerie didn't recognize Alona, despite her being one of the three other people staying at the <laughs> yeah. hotel. Yeah. And one of those people being her husband. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the suspects here are... are Someone was so on the like, balcony. Yeah. She terrible bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think it was Stefan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have two people there. Yeah. They, they kind of get her calmed down. Everyone goes to bed or gets ready for bed. They're a little infantilizing to her, though. They are This is, like, part of this, like, stuff where... And just what you said about her, like, kind of not being upset enough. Mm -hmm. I feel like that plays into that they haven't been together very long. Like, Mm -hmm. it's that, oh, the whirlwind marriage. And now she's seeing this and she doesn't know how to assert herself with him. And Mm -hmm. eventually, I don't think really ever does because he is abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, though I, I, this is one of the moments where the concierge is giving people the side eye because <laughs> uh, he's there like look, like well she's like no it's like oh you probably just had a dream or whatever the yeah. fuck they say and the concierge is like come yeah. on uh, something's going on yeah. oh something we did skip over uh, was I don't Alona getting rid of the drink so that oh, Stefan yes. would have to go and get another one. I don't know if there's much significance yeah. to that or not, but that yeah. was something we missed from the, the last scene that we have to go back to it. But. Yeah, and I, I think that was I think that was maybe also just to maintain the illusion that the Countess was drinking, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um as well. But yeah, it's it doesn't really go anywhere because Stefan looks for the concierge in one place, which is immediately the room next to it, gives yeah. up and comes back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really um yeah. So back to after the mm-hmm. yeah they're uh, they're trying to get her to come to bed. Is this when he grabs onto her? Head? They're like I wrote grab heads. Okay, they're like grabbing each other's heads really like crazily. Yeah. So just before that, Valerie finally convinces Stefan to call his mother. That's because she right. she yeah she kind of goes around and she's like and then he's like oh okay. <laughs> so then he says like first thing in the morning. And then, yeah, and then I, I just, my own note was, what was this weird pseudo-sex scene? Because I yeah. don't know what went on. Yeah, it's just vigorous head-grabbing yeah. uh, from both of them and yeah. then sort of making out. It's, yeah. it's again, yeah. like, she, it's like she this kind of like passion. Yeah. yeah, then she kind of, like, like tosses him. Like, she has a hold of his hair, and then he, like, he goes, yeah. he rolls over to the other side of the bed. Yeah. And then the camera is just like, let's, this is an interesting yeah, and it shows us the, uh, yeah, the yeah. Steven Spielberg. We're gonna pan away from yeah. the same. Okay, maybe that's like page twelve of the Tommy Wiseau Karma Sutra. Yeah. <laughs> Again, um, don't 
It hasn't come into the library. You wouldn't believe the holds on that. I've no. been waiting months. How wild. So it's time for uh, a break. <sighs> yes, and, and then we'll we get come, into we'll, Mother. We'll come back into a very wild second half of a movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Hi, cultists. Nathan here to tell you a little bit about my company, Vox Crow Productions. We're a group of audio producers who would love to help you on your next project. Whether that's a commercial, an audiobook, or maybe even a podcast. Our team has backgrounds in radio, voice acting, editing, podcast production, audio for video, and much more. Check us out at voxcrow.ca for more information. And while you're there, have a peek at our other podcasts. Some of them might even let you hear more of me. Now, let's get back to the movie. Welcome back. It's time to meet Mother. Mother. Mummy. Who I was convinced was a fucking vampire. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, yeah. more so an emotional vampire. Yeah, so this this whole thing is is ten kinds of weird, honestly. The uh it's the next morning. Stefan finally goes through on one of the things that Valerie has asked him to do in this movie. And he calls mother. And so this is, I, I don't even know necessarily where to start from this scene because you, you get the, uh, the his, his mother is very clearly very wealthy. They've established that you get the, uh, I guess, butler with the very old school, uh, early 1900s telephone walks it out to a hammock in this kind of arboretum, right? This this kind of greenhouse. And then we get the dramatic surprise that his mother is kind of a, a middle-aged, very effeminate man. And with milky white skin, milky so white. I was like, that's a fucking vampire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it looks like somebody who would hang out with the main cast of What We Do in the Shadows. Exactly. Like, in fact, I think looks like the... the in what we do in the shadows, the movie, one of the guys is dressed pretty much exactly like yeah. that person yeah. uh, at all times. It, it just looks like, you know, you, you're at um, a gay club and you see like the older, like queer people. The elder gay. Yeah, the elder gay in the, in, like, the sort of corner, you know, they're just, they're just laissez-faire about everything. You know, they're having their fourth martini <laughs> and they're just enjoying the night and they're just like, oh, the beauty of youth and just reminisce about the old days, which I love. I mean, you know, going off very first impressions, I was like, that's his mother? Doesn't seem so bad, but, you know, I guess we're going to go into it. I basically didn't even, like, realize initially. It like was like a couple scenes later and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's mother. I was like, I was like, I thought mother was going to show up. I was like, his dad's weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's a conversation. They they have a conversation uh, where mother is seems to to kind of have an idea that Stefan, since he's calling, has, you know, gotten himself into some kind of trouble or pickle or, or okay. situation. And I, I found the whole conversation to be somewhat sinister in a way because they're, they're talking about Valerie. Valerie's right there that not mm -hmm. that she can hear. You know, she can only hear Stefan's side of the conversation. But one of the one of the lines is is kind of like I was wrong after all. 
Oh, Tutti, it wasn't foolish, Stefan. It was merely unrealistic. I should have known you'd say that. Stefan, besides, whatever in the world will we do with her? What is this home situation, right? And I guess the, the, the point is to make you be like, what kind of crazy world does Stefan come from? But the whole thing gave me a really, like, weird, odd uh, vibe to mother it. Mother is almost responding as if in their world, uh, everyone's gay and you come out of the closet <laughs> as straight. Yeah, it's like he's announcing like, that he got married to a woman. And yeah. it's just like, oh, this won't do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Mom, Dad. I'm straight. No! Yeah, it felt very much like that. No yeah. son of mine. No yeah. son of mine is going to date a woman. Around here, we only date bears and otters. <laughs> Which, if you're gay, you know what that means. I think that RuPaul's Drag Race has done a lot for the, the gay lexicon. Getting yeah, out exactly. Into, like, yeah, I was going to say, even lives. I know what those mean. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, so we have, they kind of had this conversation that is troubling and again another kind of one of these things where it's not necessarily setting things up but creating this mystery around some mm -hmm. of the the our characters to and an unsettling mystery like unsettling things are kind of happening mm -hmm. to them so yeah it's 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 unsure of like what is really going to come of this but they they do want to meet them yes uh, yeah yeah so yeah. the the mother doesn't seem outright hostile no it's almost like to Quote, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like a, like a senator. To quote, RuPaul's Drag Race. It's being a little shady. But I feel like in the whole symbolism of this is, you know, you have Stefan. You know, he's he's trying to escape almost like this, um, the queer side of him. Like, you know, he he has someone who who he calls mother and it's almost like a hereditary thing he's trying to escape. Like, you know, he's he's trying not to be gay. I'm not saying I mean, I might be diving a little bit too deep into this, but, you know, it's it's something that he desperately does not want to be like a part of. Like, he doesn't want Valerie to meet his mother mm -hmm. and um you know, and so you have, like, this idea of, like, the super feminine gay man and, you know, you call him by, like, a title that's usually for, like, women or I think it's the, I think it's just something he's trying to escape from. So. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it really affects him, the, the this yeah. phone call, because right after that. We, we get the idea that something has kind of snapped in, in Stefan or, or or something has come out that was very much already kind of just below the surface. And so we get a, a storm scene uh, and then waves crashing interspersed with, you know, as Stefan was, you know, staring out uh, and then he, he kind of just loses it, goes crazy yeah, yeah. He does, it, I, I like I'm looking at my notes because I, I wrote he's always smacking Valerie away because he did this. She's coming up to him. and He's just kind of like yeah. pushing her mm -hmm. away. And then we get the shot where he does the like Arthur fist meme. You know, yeah. Where it's like yes. the, the clenching fist yeah. of like he's just enraged by the sight of her, which is like I was writing this and I was like kind of laughing. And then immediately the most 
violent upsetting scene in the movie yeah, happens. Yes. Where, yeah, a like, bit of like a, a trigger warning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he, he 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 does beat her and it with is with a belt. Like he pulls his yeah. belt off yeah. and we, we're kind of seeing this through a window mm-hmm. with the rain hitting yeah. it. And so he's 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 beating her with the belt. I wrote down this is where I wrote down Stefan sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's like, you know, he thought you know, before you're like, oh he's just an asshole. He's He's like this, there's something really awful. And then you finally see like, oh, he is a monster. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing redeemable about this man. Mm-hmm. And we we get to the the next morning and I'm sorry, it's not the next morning. Yeah, it it's is still, still that night. Time. It's still yeah. that night. Uh, he has fallen asleep. Um, we see Valerie get up at this point. She is very reasonably decided that she no longer wants any part of any of this and she decides to leave. So she quietly and quickly packs her things and she goes off to the uh, the train station. Unfortunately, the countess notices her go. And so she immediately has a, a plan. She sends Alona to distract Stefan and uh, she pursues Valerie. And as she's running out the door, the retired police officer has come in maybe to uh, to do a great like drawing room scene where he, you know, he he gets out a big mirror out of his pocket and he's like, look, there's the vampire. And, and you know, uh, but she, she just totally blows him off. She's like, I don't have time for you right now, which yeah. I thought was really funny because ostensibly he was there to do plot things. And she's like, no, 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 no. I got yeah. to go get this girl. And uh, so she stops Elizabeth from getting on her train, which was going to take her to safety away from this movie. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, we have Alona. And it seems, Josh, I think you're right where the balconies connect. Mm -hmm. Because several times in this movie, uh, either the Countess or in this case, Alona, come into Stefan and Valerie's room Mm -hmm. through that, that balcony. And so she comes through that. She seduces Stefan very, very easily. Yeah. Was, with, 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 and I, I wrote down slow boob grab. Yeah. <laughs> and re- like really <laughs> slowly goes for the boob grab. Yeah. And then I don't know why, but after that I wrote, where is she sitting? And I don't remember why. So something <laughs> happened there. Okay. But yeah, I just remember his slow boob grab. And then I, I also, my brain now clicked on the Rocky Horror like uh, where Rocky Horror kind of gets its inspiration uh, from. It's from movies like this of yep. the people trapped in the place and both they're both kind of being uh, separately seduced yeah. uh, in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so while this is going on, so the, the Countess has Valerie. They're, they're down by the beach. Uh, they're talking about Stefan. Mm-hmm. And it was at this point I was like, oh, because you get the sense during the movie that the, the countess is really interested in Valerie. She's obsessed with Valerie, mm-hmm. but she, she seems to be trying to get Valerie to kind of come around and, and for, forgive Stefan and, and, you know, kind of stay with him. I think with the, the greater intention of, of kind of ensnaring both of them. Yeah. So it was at yeah. this point I was like, Oh, like she kind of wants them both. Yeah, it seems. Yeah. But but she's trying to give her more of the power because this is where she talks about how like, oh, yeah, men do dumbass shit all the time. Yeah. I, can, I have laundry lists of dumb shit men have done. Like, yeah, is what she's talking about when they're on the beach. 
she's like, oh, we'll go back and I'll show you how stupid, like, because yeah. she knows that he's there with Alona and she's like, mm-hmm. I'll show you how stupid men do. We cut back to uh, Alona and, and Stefan and this is where I think the aggressive neck cleaning is happening. Yeah. Because I was like, oh yeah, I gotta get that neck clean. <laughs> I was like waiting for someone to bite a neck. I was like, yeah. oh, they're cleaning it. They're yeah. cleaning yeah. the neck. Yeah, and she's, she's looking longingly yeah. at his neck, right? Like that, so... So this is after their their quitus and Steph- their quitus their quitus the yes. quitus. Oh yeah, Steph- oh, that's yeah. why I wrote. Where is she sitting? Because she's they're supposed to be having sex and she's like on him, but then because of the camera cuts, she late she's straddling him. She then appears to be laying down with her head like in between his feet. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, like, yes, are, like just wrenching his cock like way, way down. I'm yeah. like, oh god! Yeah, he, he needs to go to the hospital <laughs> yeah. if that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, there's a sprain issue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You can you can break that cartilage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. So I it's, don't it's, know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it's right after after that, basically, that that he's showering off and uh, she's just watching him longing for for that neck that's super duper clean. Mm-hmm. And we get so, some interesting kind of an interesting death scene here. And it's yeah. it's like nothing I've ever seen in a vampire movie before. So <laughs> Stefan sees her. And it's like, yeah, come join me in the shower, right? And she's like, no, no. I think calling back to like the whole running water thing, mm-hmm. yes. where you're just oh, like, very much, yeah. She's like, oh no, man, it's fucking shower, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Letting water fall on you, is yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> I don't trust no water that falls yeah. out of the rain. Yeah, what a soy boy move, like yeah. water fall all over you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you gotta throw yourself at the water. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Are, are, are you some sort of soy boy beta cock? Yeah. Are you letting the water control <laughs> the wetness on you? Why don't you control the wetness on it? I don't know, man. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he, he pulls her into the shower mm-hmm. and she flips out. She yeah. does. It's like yeah. she's being burned. And yeah. That, uh, I, I hadn't made the connection earlier yeah. when she wasn't allowed out in the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, I wasn't sure how deep into vampire water they would go. <laughs> and they're all like, oh shit, running water. Yeah. yeah. And then like, I don't think Stefan knows the word, the meaning of the word no. Oh, clearly no. not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's the 70s. And, I don't think a lot of men do. No. Yeah. And this is, yeah, and, and Stefan is very immediately controlling with Valerie, but you, you get the sense that he's kind of like that with any woman that he meets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and kind of Alona illustrates this. But I also thought that it might have been a thing where he thought that she was kind of play fighting. Yeah. As well as the fact that, let's be fair here, if she is, like, fighting him, that's just going to make him more excited. He's let's yeah. be fair. Yeah. Like, he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think I think it might be a combination of all of those things. What I liked about this was, again, it's very coy with the vampirism. She acts like she's being burned. You don't see any physical no. issues, right? She doesn't start smoking. She like her, mm-hmm. We don't get an Indiana Jones scene. Like her skin's not falling off. Uh, but she's very deeply uncomfortable. And then we get the most unlucky, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The second most unlucky thing that happens in this movie, I guess, involving cutting. So she she's trying to, to flee him. She puts her hand on his razor, which is open. And then you you get the the blood, of course, and she she screams some more, and then she kind of like she wrenches to the floor and falls, and she falls on the razor, yeah, in such a way, and I still figured out how, but in such a way that it just kills her. Yeah, because I don't think a, ra- a straight razor has like a point. 
tip? No, like, they do not. So I don't know how it went. No, like, a straight razor with a pointed tip is just a knife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but she de- she is killed in she this is killed. action. Yeah. And he fall he falls on top of her. And, yeah, and she's dead. And then this is when Valerie and Vittori yeah. come back. I love that timing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, perfect timing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Valerie comes in and she just she screams his name. Yeah. You know, it was it was almost the kind of thing where like, oh, this has happened like six times. She's just so fed up with it. Finding a dead girl on their bathroom floor. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So at at this point, we we start to see Elizabeth has has been kind of working her magic on Valerie. Mm -hmm. And, And she has some measure of control over her uh because she valerie's just like i'll get someone and elizabeth's like don't be stupid they won't and, believe it was an accident yeah <laughs> and she, i mean and then she she kisses her mm. and then you see a little little trickle of blood on mm-hmm. valerie just just on the, the side of her mouth there and then valerie kind of like you get a, the, the kind of glassy-eyed stare and, and she she just kind of does what uh, elizabeth wants and uh, Which I, I did love because she was like, get sheets from the closet. Yeah. And Stefan, Stefan leaves the bathroom, goes and sits on the bed. And, and Vittori's like, get sheets from the closet. We're going to wrap up the body. And she immediately tries to pull the sheet out yeah. from underneath yeah. Stefan, who just kind of looks at her. Yeah. And she's just like, not that one in the closet, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So St- Stefan isn't of much help here, but he is yeah. in, deeply in shock, it seems. Yeah. And uh, this is a, a fun little bit because you get you get him on the couch. You get. Uh, Elizabeth and uh, Valerie in the bathroom. Elizabeth is just directing her, and Valerie is just like scrubbing frantically. So um, you already have a, a very clear power dynamic here. And um, they they wrap up uh, Elona's body. Yes, they mm-hmm. mummify in sheets except yes. for one arm. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I, I think that might just be standard practice in Belgium, though, because yeah. even the girl in the thing uh, oh, the yeah, yeah. had the one yeah. arm yeah. hanging the out for. How yeah. else are like are people like supposed to be watching like know the person's dead? Yeah, you know? like, like it could be a sack of pillows under exactly. there once we see the arm. Yeah, yeah. it could be. It could though. I think you might be onto something that it's just what they do there in Belgium. That's like the tab. So you just got to pull that. The rest <laughs> of right. it's all going to yeah. come undone. <laughs> yeah. The next time we see them, they are driving the body. Uh, they're driving mm-hmm. away in uh, Elizabeth's car. And uh, they're followed by our retired police officer on his bicycle. who somehow <laughs> manages to, to keep up pace with a car <laughs> uh, <laughs> over over what seemed like a, a fairly significant distance. Yeah. But yeah. We, we don't really get a sense of scale there. And they, and they do kind of take a long time because they do get the body out of the car. And, and like Stefan gets out of the car and kind of drops it at the top of the hill. And yeah. I, I love this so much when Vittori <laughs> just kicks the fucking body and rolls yeah. down the hill. Yeah. yeah, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he's been um, dragging it for a couple of minutes. They get to the top of this like sand dune. And he looks down and you can just see him being like, oh, I should have to drag this body. And she just takes a look and she just boots it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, like, that's down the hill. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, they, they and then and they didn't bring any implements or no. anything. So Stefan digs a, a, he digs a, a fairly hole. deep hole with, his with hands, just his hands. Really and now this is this is on the beach. So he's only digging yeah. sand. So he's not like, you know, he's not yeah. like digging up dirt, which would be wild. Uh, can we take a moment, though, and talk about Elizabeth's sweet cape? Because holy oh. shit, that oh, yeah. cape. It's another fashion, you know, yeah. fa- you know, awful, awful vampire human being. Impeccable taste. Yeah. If I had to imagine a 70s Dracula cape, mm-hmm. that is what they designed for this, mm-hmm. right? Like it's got a bit of sparkle. It's got a bit of sheen to it. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just it's just a wondrous, uh, wondrous set piece for for this. <laughs> I love the fact that 
Elizabeth is always so paranoid about the sun and the sun coming up. She's like, oh, we got a few hours till the sun coming up. I'm just like, well, Elizabeth, if you're so paranoid, you could help him dig. Right? You two are just kind of standing there. You, you know could no. you could help. Yeah. Bitch, hurry up, dig that hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You uh, you do the crime, you you dig the lime stone. There we go. <laughs> It's a very common police phrase, I think. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Valerie gets gets bored watching Stefan dig, and she goes up to the the arise. Uh, Elizabeth follows her. Uh, Valerie mentions how cold she was or she is, and Elizabeth becomes like a one woman bat signal. She she floops out her cape. We get yeah, a lovingly a zoomed out, very shot. long time. Yeah, like a, a long zoom out, mm. and then eventually she enfolds <laughs> Valerie in it. Which I thought, like, it's a very kind of artsy shot in, in turn. And you get, like, the, the obvious symbolism of it, right? Where she is getting... But I, I enjoyed it a lot. I just oh, thought it yeah. was a fun shot. It yeah. was pretty good. But it does go on for about a minute. It, it goes on a little too long. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and so... Then we I get think... a really funny bit when they come down. So Stefan is, is basically done digging this hole. But he's still in the hole. He's getting the last few things out. And they they just kind of, like, roll the body onto Stefan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he... Feebly, like the way he, he just, I guess he did just dig that whole hole mm-hmm. by hand. Yeah. But the way that it like falls on him and he's just like, eh, eh, yeah. Eh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they start stuck. filling it in. And, and the detective sees them. The detective sees them. see the detective yeah. like on a rise far mm-hmm. away with his bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, it's implied too that Elizabeth also sees him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, but they, Stefan doesn't get buried alive. He almost gets buried alive, but mm-hmm. Valerie actually helps helps him yeah. get out. I was cheering for him to get buried alive. Yeah, I yeah well, I thought that was, all, I thought I thought that was that a very was fitting be thing. They were just yeah. going to yeah. let him go like, and be buried, but yeah. no, not yet. Yeah. Um, now we get them driving back, and this is... Oh, I fucking so, love this so much. I lost it. I lost it with this. <laughs> all right, so they're, they're driving back, and the... Police, the retired police officer has, he, he had a head start, right? I guess he started going back earlier. And uh, this time it's, it's the countess driving, I guess, because she wants to get home because of the sun. And she, she sees him on his bike. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. I mean, immediately, again, I was thinking of Grand Theft Auto with this because she just like, huh, okay. And she puts her foot on the pedal and she just swerves and nudges into yep. this bike just enough to take just, him out just i wrote the door prizes van helsing was what i wrote, down. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> that's it for him oh yeah that's he gets, it he's, he's fucked he's done yeah, but i love that they're in the back seat like what was that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah um so we we do get to see the bicycle crash yeah which uh, honestly i i used to be quite a cyclist you know kind of in in my university days and I think I have had several worse tumbles from a bike than that. But are we to assume that he died or is he just kind of out of the picture because he's stranded somewhere and his bike's fucked up? What do we think? I think he's, I I think he's older. And dead. Yeah, you I think, think he's, I think, you know, he's I think, like retired, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, paper mache bones that happens <laughs> in these movies. And, and right after that happens, I forget exactly what she says, but the way she's talking as she's driving after she ran him over, she's just like, oh, it's great to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the uh, cop there. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's, you know, in the sort of like the whole plot I, I like to think he's dead, but in reality, I'm sure he's just maybe has a couple broken bones. But I mean, mm. I mean, you could see maybe could, yeah. some guy, some guy with a fucking like a 
metal detector that's going up the beach finds him like, oh shit, <laughs> I just came in here for the sea glass. I don't think I'm going to find a body. So we, we arrive back at the hotel uh, where Elizabeth tells the concierge that she had them out for a night of drinking, uh, ushers them upstairs. Now we get uh, a- another illustration of, of how the relationship dynamics have changed because Valerie chooses to go to Elizabeth's room and uh, oh yeah, she's in full hypnotized. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, Elizabeth kind of assages Stefan. She's like, "Give her time, you know. Uh, by tomorrow, everything will be better." Kind mm-hmm. of of thing. And uh, we get the the I, what I I consider to be kind of like the I think the next evening mm-hmm. uh, where Valerie shows up in in Stefan's room. Stefan this time is the one furiously packing. Yeah. And at this point, we've finally gotten to the point where he is the broken one here. Yeah. Because he is begging her. But you guys did skip. Oh, did we skip something? The lesbian scene. Oh, the lesbian scene. Yeah, it's such a short one. Take it away. (laughs) Take it away. Well, it's it is so short. And like, I think in sort of things like, yeah, it's like a lesbian scene. What we have is like Valerie just lounging on the bed. Mm -hmm. Boobies out. Mm -hmm. They are great, by the way, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah she's just like kind of fully naked and then she's like in this beautiful like pink lighting it looks very sensual very soft and then you have like Bathory just like just lean over her and then just like bite her in the neck it's like I think it's like the only time we get to see someone actually bite someone in the neck mm-hmm. And but, it's, it's shot overhead, too, so you yeah. don't really even know, like, it's just like, oh, is she just, like, kissing up on her? Yeah. Or is she, like, yeah, is she giving her a, a good... It, I mean, I think, like... The penetration is implied. The pen- <laughs> <laughs> penetration is implied. But, yeah, you know, she's... It's just, like, this, like, scene, and, like, Valerie just very slowly brings her hand up and put it to the back of um, Bathory's head, and you're just, like... Oh, this is going to be something that's going to be very sensual. And then it just ends. Yeah. It just ends. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And the, the movie had time to give us numerous other weirder sex scenes. Yeah. I mean, uh, you've got like a full, like, what, minute of like train sex. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like the weird head, like, yeah, <laughs> the weird, the, the, whatever the, the head thing. There's a bunch yeah. of upsetting straight sex, but yeah. then they clip mm-hmm. block you in the fucking final yeah. hour. <laughs> I like that. Clip <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, but uh, I mean, maybe because of censors or whatever, like they're just like, oh, you know what? That's as queer as we're going to get besides the overlaying, you know, self uh, homophobia and like the gay man who's mm. called mother mm. yeah. and like the other implied things. But like, uh, I think, you know, we can we can just take what we can get. Yeah. 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 And it, it, that's funny because I, I did. Totally skipped that scene, but because it was what, like 15, 20 seconds tops, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah. You, uh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. like, people are like, oh, yeah, it's like a lesbian thing. And then, like, you just yeah, watch it. Like, oh, and yeah. then you watch it. And then you watch it. I think it's like, it's all in, like, the details, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but, like, the actual scene, you're just like, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. next scene. And uh, then you have uh, Stefan furiously packing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's he's adamant that uh, that she needs to come with him, and then that you know they they need to get out of here. And he seems to have twigged it at this point because he's just like, don't you realize what she is? And even she is just like, 
when I'm with her, I am different, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I cannot control yeah. my actions kind of thing. And uh, so while they're having this scene, uh, we get the Countess coming through that balcony door that no one ever locks. <laughs> yeah. Really a, a big security hazard. Yeah. Uh, really half of this movie could have been avoided if someone had just remembered <laughs> just to just lock, lock, just lock on the, the door. door. This is... Uh, then we get kind of into the dinner scene mm-hmm. because she um, before that Elizabeth has some, some good lines here that kind of speak to her character a little bit. S- Stefan, of course, wants nothing to do with her is, is kind of terrified of her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to be loved. I want everyone to love me. And also you'll find it greatly to your advantage to be nice to me. <laughs> And I, I think that's because she... Me, whenever I meet someone, <laughs> you have to be nice to me. I, I love that because it's it's a it's very clearly a threat. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I think, sort of a promise where she is still interested in in this couple as a couple. Like she mm-hmm. wants to possess them both. And I think she's just like, no, no, no. Like once you give yourself to me and like you you love me and you do these things, your life will be good or your unlife or whatever. Right. Like yeah. I she, don't think she she's does- lying necessarily, but there's kind of a, a, a dichotomy to that. Line. Yeah. Well, she doubles down on the threat by saying the dead bury the dead, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think is di- a direct reference to Stefan. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you bury that dead body, bitch. You're, fucking, you're, you're <laughs> yep. next. Yeah. yeah. So she, she forces them to have dinner with her, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, again, this is she has another great outfit here. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. This is quite a. Like a, a real almost almost like a mirror ball esque type of thing. Yeah. Or at yeah. least I got that yeah. sense I don't from think it. Anyone yeah. wears the same clothes for more <laughs> no. than five no. minutes in this no. movie. No. <laughs> but <laughs> like, you know what? At least they set it up with those five huge suitcases. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. At the beginning. And again, we get a little bit more of the the countess kind of what I think is her just kind of being honest with them where she says, you know, I'm just an out, out of mode character, mm-hmm. you know, slightly sad that haunts one place to another type of thing. And you do kind of feel for her in that because in the earlier part of the movie, right, where she's coming up with Alona, it, it seems like they have been going to these like nearly deserted places. Right. And just mm-hmm. kind of moving. And it, it does really give you the sense that beyond her her desires between like her her lust and her her need for blood and you know those kind of more carnal desires she does just kind of want people to be around her and 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 interact with and being immortal like she's lonely Mm -hmm. but gets tired of people like yeah. clearly right. had no love loss for alone no yeah (laughs) no kick that bitch down the hill yeah 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 uh, so yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that part of, of the movie. So she, she puts this kind of choker on Valerie mm-hmm. that she, she takes out of her, her jewelry thing. And I think Stefan goes to, to remove it, right? Like he goes to, mm-hmm. to kind of take it off and Valerie freaks out because, and again, at this point I am kind of more on team countess than I am on team yes. Stefan, I, like, I think, who you I should think, spend your time with. Yeah. I mean, the whole like A or B of like these terrible people I, I i would still pick the countess oh absolutely because yeah. <laughs> you know like she could still like gaslight the fuck out of me you know yeah. uh Angel's undead monster or whatever but she sounds like a treat compared to stuff yeah oh definitely yeah and uh so yeah she she pushes stefan away and she she kind of goes to the window and then the the countess who is still i think just attached to this idea of like i can i can make this like three love weird love triangle that i'm trying to establish work 
uses kind of her her influence over her and, and tells her to go and, and kiss Stefan and mm-hmm. ask for his forgiveness. She goes over there and kind of like gives him like a half like very quick little thing. And like and she's like, no, no more. Uh, you have to do it better kind of thing. There's this weird kind of yeah, there's this weird kissing scene. And then I think Stefan finally is just like, no, no, no. Like, I've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm taking like I'm leaving Valerie. You're coming with me. You belong to me. And she starts to fight him because Mm -hmm. she she wants to stay with the countess. And so we get this this fight scene. He pushes her down onto, I think, like a chaise, like one of those nice, like long. Yeah. yeah. The the psychiatrists use them. A a shay. A chess. Yeah. Okay. Chez. Please note yeah. that I set this up when I said I do not speak French <laughs> earlier in the episode. All right. I am I am an ignoramus. I will <laughs> cop to that. But yes. Uh, it's the Shay. The Shay. Uh so yeah, and uh, so they're fighting. <laughs> the count is again for a an ancient vampire. It doesn't have a lot of those strengths that we associate mm-hmm. with vampires. Yeah, they don't get into she any of the seem powers. She doesn't particularly and strong or, or physically inclined, but she she does go to help. She she but she knocks into their food cart mm-hmm. uh, that goes and spills, and this this kind of sets up uh, what we'll we'll <laughs> see as our our kind of final weapon here in the yeah. movie. All three of them start wrestling, and the countess grabs a glass. Uh, it's what are those called? They're, they're the toppers for the, the serving platter, right? It's a serving platter. Yeah. The, the topper. For oh, the glass. yeah. I yeah. thought about this. Oh, How, I thought it was a bowl. I was yeah. like. Well, yeah. I mean, it is. It's just an inverted it's like bowl. A, it's like a cake cover. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. It likes glass. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so she starts pushing it down towards his face. Yeah. And, and he's fighting it. And, and Valerie kind of helps her out. And then it breaks. Yeah. And in the strangest <laughs> scene in this movie, yeah. the two pieces fall and perfectly slit Stefan's wrists, yeah. both of his wrists. It's like a weird final destination. If the, it was, if, right? Yeah, if, yeah, like, yeah, if, like really Death is. was like super lazy. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, there, done yeah, it, there, did it. Know. They tried to smother him with a plate and his wrist <laughs> got slit. I don't yeah. know, make up something in between to get yeah. there. Yeah. And then, of course, we get the 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 one scene in this movie that you can you can 100% say is vampiric. Yeah. Uh, oh, because yeah, they, they eat Stefan. They, yeah. they, they, they eat Stefan. They, they yeah. Like, yeah. He's splayed out. And yeah. Like, yeah. And, and they go at those wrists. Yeah. And they, yeah, they, they eat from his wrist. He was like, he was pretty down for the count. Like the slit of the wrist. And he's like, that's it. That's it for yeah. me. That's yeah. it for me. Yeah. No, not like, not like have like a little juice left in him to like, like get up yeah, and yeah. maybe no. run towards Pierre or something to help him. He's like, help me. <laughs> but nope, just that's it. Yeah, I so I I still can't figure out how that happened, but I'm glad that it did because it was a <laughs> it was a funny way for for a terrible character to meet his fate. And so later on that night, once they have sated themselves on the blood of a Stefan, they uh, wrap up his body. Mm-hmm. Once again, we're wrapping, once up, again. We're wrapping up his body. And yeah. I love how even <laughs> less reverence they treat this body oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. they just like you know, they just throw him over the side they, they, they throw him off a balcony ditch. yeah well they yeah. throw him well, off a balcony first they throw first. him off the balcony yeah. and they have a little talk or yeah. they, they yeah. kiss they, again or something like yeah. that. I can't remember exactly but yeah they throw him off the balcony into the driveway of the hotel, <laughs> the hotel. It just, like it like just shows it plainly like falling yeah. smash but it's it's they take him and when they get rid of the body he's just thrown 
from off-screen <laughs> to on-screen into a shallow creek. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so full of garbage, just, and yeah. it's just yeah, yeah it's you awful. know what. So they're they're now driving to to freedom or yeah. away from all of these crimes, and so this was okay. This scene shocked the hell out of me. But yeah. they're, so oh. they're because here's what I how I expected this movie to end. Right. Yeah. So they're they're going. She's like faster, faster. Sassy. I we need to beat the sun. And I was just like, you know when the sun comes up, yeah. you should like you could have stopped somewhere yeah. by a farmer's almanac. Yeah. You like, yeah. 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 You are you are ancient. Uh, so, Check the newspaper yes, man, yes. to see what the weather's going to yeah. be like. So they're yeah they're racing the sun. We don't know where they're driving to, but it's probably some nearby town. And they're going on these windy roads. Uh, Elizabeth just keeps telling her to drive faster, faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Valerie is Valerie not paying the best attention to the road no. when she's just like, "I need you to touch me with your hand, please." And then she like kind of yeah. licking at her hand and stuff. So there, yeah. there's a lot of sexual energy there. I just said, Valerie, please watch where you're going. I was very worried for them <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Don't let the light catch me, Valerie. Don't, my love, my only one. There's so much of life still to taste. So many nights tumbling and tumbling away into the abyss of time. Faster, faster. So I expected it to end. There's a shot of them kind of the the back of the car cresting a road. And I was like, okay, this is where it ends. They're off on their next vampire lesbian adventure. It'll be great. Yeah. This is not how the movie (laughs) ends. No, absolutely not. I I did not expect that crash. (laughs) I was so shocked. Yeah. And it's so violent. It is. incredibly violent. You physically see, I don't know if it's a person or some effect, but you see somebody go through a fucking windshield. Like and and uh, like, Batori is immediately impaled, impaled on a yes. fucking tree. Stick, yeah, yeah. And, and then because that wasn't horrendous enough, uh, the car catches fire exactly, which somehow leads to a trail of fire uh, just coming for her, <laughs> and, exactly. and she goes up like the Fourth of July. <laughs> and, and, and Wait, so sorry, I'm, it's Canada Day. Oh, sorry, We're Canada Canadian. Day. Yes, and <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there being like, did that what? What? Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. Uh, so it was it was incredibly wild, but we're not quite done no, yet no. because uh-huh. even that's not the ending we of still, this movie. We still need that stinger. Yeah. So later, I think it was one year later. Do we do we get a little know, stinger I for that? I can't remember. I can't remember. I was I was a bit later. shocked from like I was like yeah. oh, okay, yeah. expect me over, and then like this scene pops up, mm-hmm. and I was like okay. And there's <laughs> a couple playing tennis at a resort. They've just finished playing tennis. It's like and pitch black outside. It's pitch black, which you night tennis. I mean, yeah. who doesn't play night tennis? Yeah. yeah. And uh-oh, here's Valerie. Valerie's there. She's looking pretty pale, but I mean, she's pretty pale to begin with. And she she's coming up to this couple, but oh, wait a second. That's not her voice. It's yeah. the Countess's voice. Yeah. So at first I thought it was just like supposed to be audio clips yeah. playing to kind of mm-hmm. reference it, but that you do see her lips yeah. move mm-hmm. and she has the Tory's voice. Yeah. yeah. So the best I could countenance about the Countess was that she, because Valerie was in her thrall, mm-hmm. she was able to kind of transfer her consciousness into her, her as like a vessel. That was the only thing I could come up with. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I mean, that must have been what happened. Other yeah. than, other than, like maybe just the heavy-handed artsiness of she's now like her because yeah. she was mm. left to her own devices. And oh, perhaps. Die in the yeah. Crash. And yeah. We're supposed to. That's their way of telling us. But maybe it is that it's supposed to be. And either way, mm-hmm. 
the 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 vision of Valerie is continuing on as a yeah. vampire yeah. doing the same thing to now another couple. <laughs> yes. Uh, that then start to walk uh, down a long a long road as the camera's pulling out. Well, there's a dude. What is he playing? There's a guy. Playing, oh, he's like a mandolin. Yeah, there's like yeah. a guy with a mandolin, like dancing, merrily dancing <laughs> yeah. around them like a leprechaun. Yeah, as it's like playing sinister music and pulling <laughs> yeah. out because it's clearly she's yeah. going to feed it or turn these people into whatever. And he's like dancing around them, and then you get the point where the couple continues to walk, and she goes over and talks to him like, "Dude, you need to stop." Yeah, <laughs> and then goes back up to catch up yeah. with them. Yeah, it was so funny. Like it, it, it felt like we were watching the end of a comedy vampire. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Seeing that, I was, I, I loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. That's why you got to be careful about what resorts you haunt as a vampire exactly. is because you never know when like the resort's going to have a silly service like that. And you're just like, yeah. God, I got to get rid of the mandolin player. Yeah. <laughs> that dude. Yeah. That, I mean, they don't pay him. He works. He works for tips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dude is clip blocking me so hard right now. Oh, I man. can't even tell oh, you. Man. It's like, I mean, but then again, you shouldn't be you shouldn't haunt a sandals resort. As a <laughs> 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 you're you're going to have these people who are working for tips. They're like, come on. I'm doing this like I'm playing the I don't get paid unless you buy the pictures I yeah. took of you exactly exactly <laughs> oh. oh my god so that is it that, that is, is it Daughters of that. Darkness I'm what? not sure I know exactly who the Daughters of Darkness are yeah. when I originally when you originally told us about the movie and yeah. I looked at the cover it was all I looked yeah. at I was like oh it's gonna be Alona and this other one and that's gonna be <laughs> the, the whole thing and it's not so it was not at all what I expected yeah no, I, I really didn't know what I was getting into <laughs> with this. And I was so pleased about what I got from this movie because I do love vampire films. I love monster movies. That's mm-hmm. kind of my big thing. And I've watched all of the 30s and 50s, kind of the Draculas, yeah. the the universal monsters. And so I love anything that takes something like that and then plays with it in a clever way and this movie really does you know it's, it, it's a bit schlocky at times yeah, but it, this is a very good yeah. film I was really yeah. impressed it, yeah. in the ways that it plays with the vampire stuff it almost in some ways is an antiquated vampire film yeah. uh, by by kind of doing the oh is, is she a vampire and yeah. like because we just are so saturated with it in our media that we know so much about vampires that yeah. there's things about it that come off almost a little naive but the the way it does it and the way it keeps you guessing, it, mm-hmm. it really is it, it's yeah. very watchable. Yeah. Other than, of course, Pierre and the uh, police officer looking into <laughs> the camera like, and being like, that is oh, a yeah. vampire. <laughs> Obviously a vampire. <laughs> but I did, I did absolutely love yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we've, we're already like getting into it. But uh, final thoughts. And we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, so basically, when I watched this movie, I was like this is okay this is this is great you know like uh aside from stefan and his many many sex scenes <laughs> i mean there there's only a couple but every time i see like i see his face i'm like unbearable unbearable the bangs awful um the gyrating into the hip awful it, it can sort of like play into that myth that queer people are like i guess monsters Kind of that other, right? Yeah, Yeah, that other way. Because you have, like, Stefan and the mother, and you're just like, this is a weird relationship. This is a relationship that, like, should be parental, but there's, like, that underlying thing that it's almost like Stefan is in a weird, like, almost 
I, w- I don't want to say sexual relationship, but almost like a codependent, mm-hmm. not really a romantic relationship. Well, but- it gives us so little to go on. Yeah. That you, like your brain can't help but be like, oh, is this, yeah, is this like a worst case scenario? Like, yeah. is this the fact, like, was he abused and that's why he is yeah. abusive, right? Like, you, you don't really know what's going on there, but mm-hmm. yeah. I get what, yeah, your point's well made. Yeah, and then you have, but it's also like uh, you have the lesbian relationship where it's you you have this older woman and this younger female where it's just I hate saying the word female. I feel like an incel. The females. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why but I keep saying females, but yeah, it just comes to the sort of point where it is like this image of like they're sucking the life, the virtue out of like this young woman now this young woman is quote-unquote confused you know she you know used to be in a straight relationship but then again like they show this like valerie's and um stefan's relationship as just like awful like yeah they do not romanticize that straight relationship no No. it's it's a sort of like a weird sort of clash where you're just like none of these relationships are good and it just like maybe they're just like in a weird like micro step into portraying queer relationships as something that's not as awful but they still sort of have like that underlying of like you know the lesbian being like the older lesbian being predatory or even like the older queer person being predatory and then you're just like damn it's (laughs) we're not all like that i mean (laughs) i i may suck the life force out of my my partners (laughs) i i don't Please, please call me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that, yeah, it is. There's a there's a conflicting stance to have with it. Just what we've all been talking about here. That yeah, that the straight relationship isn't portrayed as it portrayed well. Neither is the other one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of all bad. And I think that all just plays into what horror usually does, and that's that mm-hmm. the the horror is the the human reaction to these things that yeah. you can't get away. And no, I think uh, definitely worth watching. Um, I think you can, uh, uh, it's available on Shudder for sure. So if you have Shudder through Prime, you can watch it. It's also on the internet archive. If you are a fancy dancy person who enjoys many of films, it's also on the Criterion channel, which I have the login from my friend, (laughs) which is, DM uh, me, I got the login. Yeah, DM me, I got the login. It's actually at, um, Are you you a young woman interested in lesbianism? Exactly, DM me. (laughs) me. Yeah, no. um, Uh, Definite watch. Uh, I think even for for anybody, uh, the last few have kind of been specific about like, oh, if you you like this sort of thing, Mm -hmm. if you do this, or with Jaws 3, I was like, uh, maybe if you're doing your laundry on a Sunday, you yeah. can pop that on. But no, I think this is a sit down, definite watch for for anybody. Really. Oh yeah. Well, that, I I was gonna say I've I've kind of given my take for the most part, but I, I will say that beyond just how much I enjoy them playing with the vampire mythos, I did like the horror aspects where, and maybe it's not a, a necessarily a horror aspect, but all of the characters made me feel uncomfortable at times. And I, I think that that like what we've said, right, none of the relationships are healthy. None of the characters are blameless, really. And they're they're all in this this weird kind of world of this ho- uh, nearly abandoned hotel. So this is a movie that has a lot of very cool elements working for it. 
and even though it's it's shot right it was shot in in, in the 70s and it's you know it shows its age it's still like a, a very decent looking movie as well right the there's a lot of fun to be had mm-hmm. just in the spectacle of it sometimes too oh yeah i mean the way that the this whole film is like colored like it's great like um i'm i always have like a fun time looking at like the costumes the the way that it's lit the way that they use color mm-hmm. into the way they tell the stories extreme close-ups <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah all right um so before i uh drop what uh, is most likely going to be the next movie on us uh was there anything that you have that you want to plug uh, we haven't done too much for pluggables uh, for oh, ourselves. I have a, I have a TikTok I'm trying to clean up a bit <laughs> that I'll tell people about uh, uh, soon. But yeah. uh, if you have any um, socials or anything that you want to direct people to, yeah, you can follow you can follow me at my professional account at G Hill Desjardins. It's uh, we'll G- spell it in the description. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to spell for you. Yeah, it's just my Instagram. There's there's only like three pictures, and it's just. You know, I'm so bad at social media where where I'm just like, I'm trying to sell myself as like, you know, this professional filmmaker, videographer, but I have nothing to show for it yet. So I'm just like, check out my Instagram, DM me if you need someone to do some videos for you. Please, I need money. I need money so bad. Oh, we all need me, money. Me, <laughs> we're all me, like money, me, me, money. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's it. You can also, f- you know, just yeah. If if I'm ever a recurring um, guest, oh, you will definitely be back. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe maybe I might do. You know, maybe I'll have some some things more to sh- to uh, to show. So awesome. Uh, you can find me at Vox Crow Productions. That is my little uh, production company. That, yeah, that's that's I'm going to isolate that and that's going to be on everything. Now. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we do podcasts like this one. Uh, right now, I'm actually working on one called Splashing Out at the Drive Through. Me and some friends going through drive throughs seeing how much money we can spend in an anal retentive obsessive compulsive need to rate every aspect of the food that we get there from the wrapper to the lettuce uh well i'll say that tiktok now because by the time this airs i'll have cleaned it up but uh (laughs) it's trash rat uh is my tiktok name so you can follow me because uh i uh, i have an explanation for why i'm called trash rat on there so you'll have to go and follow it to to find out why so yeah i had put a bunch of thought into because the next movie So before knowing we were going to be doing this, I did already want to try and mix it up from kind of the formula. So I've decided that we're going to go back to the 90s and dive deep into the afterbirth of probably the most pro-choice movie ever, The Unborn. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll let let everyone stew and simmer with that one for a bit. I can't wait to hear what these two straight white men have to say about well, Something maybe is. maybe we'll have to have you back for that. Yay! One. <laughs> it would it would it would certainly help round it out. It, it would <laughs> a movie about pregnancy, something we're not at all able to even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Apparently, there's a 2020 version of this as well, or is that the one we're watching? No, it's a, a early 90s. I oh, think okay. it's a Corman production. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Uh, uh, Kathy Griffin has a bit part in it oh. as a lesbian. Oh. I I can't wait. Oh boy, this looks fun. All right, we'll see you next week, everybody.
be sure to tell the young woman that mother sends regards. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that chained-up man you keep in your basement. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.